Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show On The Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe's across from me. It is July 22nd, 2021. Buenos dias, total el mundo. Como esta? Our republic <laughs> is falling apart between Nancy Pelosi. Although we do this in Spanish for a chime, you know. I don't remember enough to do the whole show. Could you do a whole show in Spanish? As long as all I said was good morning and I could say me llamo Guillermo Salas. We used uh, we used uh, conversation conversational techniques in high school to teach it. So I still remember those conversations. And it's ocho something on the time. That's all I know. Well, A-O-K-O-R-A-S. What time is it? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Well, then let's switch back. And I can ask for a meatball. (laughs) In the famous line from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, what country do you think this is? English still the predominant language in the U.S. So that's what we use today. But, uh, hey, should that change? Uh, We'll switch languages. We are uh, bilingual here. We know two words of other languages. (laughs) Right. So, all right, 1-800-795-9. Bonjour. There, we can add a third language. Yeah, we, that's true. We're <laughs> multilingual. We know six words of five other languages. Wee oui, wee. Oui. All right. Mon ami. <laughs> Excuse me? My friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were getting intimate with no, me. No, no, no. Heaven right. forbid. 1 800 You're not that strikingly handsome. <laughs> Oh, so there would, if I were ridiculously strikingly handsome. No. <laughs> no, okay. So there's just no level of handsomeness that that uh, would uh, appeal to you. All right, anyway, we're, we're really digressing here. Yes, on, we are. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do as I've done. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Tell them you want that F-150 or then the Bronco and the Mustang that you ordered. We want them within a month. And so they said, okay, no problem. So, uh, yeah, do what we've done at the Sunbury Motor Company. That's a look at all the new vehicles, and they do have some new vehicles on the lot. Look at all the pre-owned vehicles. Uh, they're getting a, a lot of pre-owned vehicles coming in as they still continue to take in vehicles. And, of course, uh, they can order up almost anything in the whole world that you want, and they'll have it in about a month or two because of the chip shortage. That wait time's a little bit longer, but uh, they'll have that in ASAP. Our toll-free line is open. Call us one 800 You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com, and you can text us at 70236, include the keyword OTM in that text, and we'll know uh, you mean business on our show today. We well, have a great text to start the, or an email to start the program off, which is exactly what I wanted to talk about this morning. Okay, let uh, me put this front and center From Rob. 
Rob says, it's morning. Nancy Pelosi not only limited the political game to be played on the January 6th commission, uh, that's the select committee, she is also telling the Republicans who can be on their team. Never before in the history of the House has a commission member been refused to serve on the commission. And the Democrats want to unite the country? More like untie the country. So yesterday, I forget who the other congressman is, but she turned down Jim Jordan. Now, they are, I will admit, pretty partisan Republicans, and they certainly have supported President Trump in the past. But I have no reason to doubt that they would be fair-minded. Do you? Any more than if she appointed uh, some rabid Democrat. I don't think uh, Jim Jordan is capable of a rational conversation without a partisan uh, bent to it. Yeah, I do not think so. But I I think both sides are now talking about the idea that maybe they'll all have their own commissions with their own partisan. What good is that? How much more money is that going to cost us, and what's it going to achieve? Well, I don't know how much it's going to cost, but since we can't do a bipartisan one, we still cannot let uh, January 6th go without further probing and investigation and blame-placing, whether it's on Nancy Pelosi or Jim Jordan or anybody. I mean, we really have to find out systematically what we can do to improve okay. there. And well, so what she should have done, fine. what she should have done is let the Republicans have their picks. She had hers. Notice that Republicans didn't complain about the people she picked. And I don't think that's because they are beyond reproach. <laughs> well, Almost every Democrat picks. had had something absolutely. Yeah, why, why would they complain about her picks? The Republicans. Right. Why would they complain about Nancy Pelosi? Because the people on the other side have all basically condemned Trump and blamed him for being responsible for it. Name me one Democrat who stood up for President Trump and said, I don't believe he had anything to do with this riot. <laughs> Well, there weren't any. Yeah, you're so not going to find any of that. You know, so the fact that she wants Republicans, doesn't want Republicans on there who said, no, I don't think President Trump's to blame. I mean, I would hope that they could not ignore the evidence, that if there were clear-cut evidence that President Trump was involved and that he was uh, did something terrible here, then I would hope they would have the guts to come up and say, all right, this is, this is the way it is. Now, she did put... Um, um, what's her name on uh, uh, McCain on the committee? Um, Nancy Pelosi did one of her picks, and the Republicans aren't wild about that. Not McCain, not McCain. No. Oh, oh, uh, Cheney, Liz Cheney. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's funny. I can, I'm looking at the print version of it right now, and I'm seeing the word, but I can't verbalize it. All right. Well, I, you know, and I think Rob has a good point here. You know, from the Republican perspective, Democrats are trying to disunite the country, and, and maybe President Biden is, you know, leading the way there. But I think Republicans are very interested in disuniting the republic as well. Look at look at all the, you know, anti-partisan rhetoric coming out of Washington right now, or when President Trump— Anti-partisan rhetoric? Or, uh, yeah, anti-Republican. Thank okay. you. <laughs> uh, rhetoric that's coming out of Washington. You know, I, I definitely think Democrats are 51% of the problem, but Republicans are 49% of the problem, and they have a rare opportunity here to be the adult in the room, to be the bigger person, and uh, they are saying, no, we'd like to stay childish and do like everybody else has always done in Washington, and that's, you know, do the worst thing for the country. Uh, well, now, what what proof is there that Jim Jordan, and I forget the other congressman's name, that's terrible, I should have remembered it, he's from Indiana, and I remember that. Why, why should they why should they be have aspersions cast upon their character and their integrity? They are members of the United States Congress. Presumably their people sent right, them but there. But you don't actually know the answer to that? What? 
You don't know why they are cast off the commission? Well, they said political partisan things, but so have every de- so is every Democrat. Not just partisan thing, irrational. In your ultra- view, in no, no, no. your Literally view, literally, in your view, <laughs> ultra conservative partisan lie. They both believe the big lie. What does that say to you? It says to me that they are entitled to their opinion, whether I agree with it or not. But that doesn't <laughs> okay. mean that they would ignore evidence, incontrovertible evidence, that the president at the time was responsible for this. So they would walk into Washington the day of the commission and be a totally different human than they've been the past no, six I years. No, I just I'm willing to concede okay. that the Democrats, that the Democrats Nancy Pelosi appointed would be fair and give it a fair hearing, and I believe that the ones that were appointed by the Republicans would do the same thing. First of all, there there's some—I forget, is there were, what, seven Democrats to five Republicans, I think it was? Yep. Uh, which is the way the balance works, apparently, down there. Okay, so the Democrats are overloaded anyhow. So they've got seven votes, including one Republican, Liz Cheney. But you, don't you want Republicans that are going to contribute? You know, Jim How do you is, know they won't? Jim is a stick in the mud. Jim Jordan's a good man. Uh, I, oh, I well, like him. That may be true. I, I'm not disputing that in particular. He's a, tough, he's, he's a tough guy. He, he's going to call you out if you're wrong or if you're saying something that isn't Call right. you a name and, 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 and uh, refer to you as uh, some sort of an and, anatomical part. And what about the good old Democrats? Like uh, They're the same. I'm just saying if she... she she has the right to reject somebody that's hyper-partisan, I think. 1-800-795-9565. Stan, what's your view on this topic? Well, Pelosi's a tyrant. Uh, let's get that out of the way. Uh, so, you know, she's always right. No, never wrong. But the big question is, why wasn't the security presence uh, elevated, you know, before January 6th? The Capitol Police requested Elevated security presence. They asked for help. I think Nancy Pelosi beforehand, and it was rejected out of hand. I think why was that? Nancy Pelosi ignored it. Absolutely. So you know they knew there could possibly be problems. You know the the rally itself wasn't the problem. You know where they were giving a speech, but there was problems around the Capitol. All right, Trump had nothing to do with that, as you know, because he was still giving a speech when that started taking place. So. You know, you can't, you can't, well, whatever, you know. People say, well, it's Trump's fault, Trump's fault, whatever. All right, that's over and done with. The real question is, why wasn't the security presence elevated? They did afterwards, you know, they put the, you know, the barricade, the moat and all that around the place with the National Guard standing around treating them badly. <laughs> the moat? I, did, but, I, I know, didn't catch before. the moat. Stan, do you think... <laughs> probably there, Mark. <laughs> there were alligators in it, too, weren't there? Stan, do you think that Nancy what? Pelosi is afraid <laughs> that it will become plainly obvious when she is, uh, or when the commission takes place, that her culpability will also be listed as the same as the president's at about 30% each? Is she afraid of, of that? she's afraid of that. Now... Mm-hmm. You say Trump is culpable. Why? Because he said the people to go to go uh, protest peacefully at the Capitol. Is that why he's culpable? Yes, that's that's what happened, Stan. That is <laughs> that, what happened. Well, that's what he said. He told people to be peaceful. But he also told them to fight like hell, which is a little bit contradictory, don't okay. you think? And the night before, and they were encouraged to be violent. So either way. When did he encourage anybody to be violent? That was Rudy Giuliani said that. Well, really? you can't blame him. What did he say? 
No, I don't remember the exact say? phrase. It, does, it doesn't really matter. We're, we're talking about President Trump anyway, so we'll just stick with oh, him. Oh, okay. All right, all right, all right. But, you know, Pelosi's afraid, yeah, the information's going to get out that she, you know, refused help. Because if that place had been, you know, National Guard had presence been there, things probably wouldn't have got out of hand, which it did get out of hand. But there's also, what do they say, 1,600 hours of video, security cam, another video, you know, out there that they won't release. They release it in, in uh, you know, bits and pieces that uh, s- uh, support the narrative of the left, but it doesn't support, <laughs> you know, show everything. So if you look at the video in a certain way, you don't see people no, 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 attacking no, no, no. the if Capitol. If you look at it all in totality, mm-hmm. you know, there, there, there's, there's reports that they said that the cops opened the doors and left people in. And, you know, yeah, they broke some down. They broke windows. There is no disputing that. And those people should be prosecuted, which they are being prosecuted. But there's no dispute on that. But there's also reports that the cops left people in and were guiding them around the Capitol building. All right. Wasn't it possible they were trying to defuse? Show any of that. Aren't they? Isn't it possible they were simply trying to defuse the situation and made a mistake by trying to be nice, hoping these people would behave? Mistake or not, it still yeah, happened. They're, they're just normal well, why tourists. Why won't they show that? <laughs> well. The, the thing is, we got a caller waiting. But what, go ahead. what happened was reprehensible, and, and I, it Absolutely. does need to be gotten to the bottom of. If it can be proven without doubt that President Trump actually behind the scenes or overtly or covertly tried to stimulate um, a, a resurrection or a resurrection. <laughs> what is that? Uh, insurrection. Insurrection. Thank you. I'm having a little trouble this there morning. There is no insurrection. All right. Well, if that's what he was trying to promote, then he should be found or held accountable. If, on the other hand, the evidence shows that, you know, even though he delayed his response somewhat, that he did try to defuse the situation and bore no direct responsibility for creating it, then he should be exonerated, and the Democrats should step up and say, listen, we were wrong about this, just like we were wrong about Russian collusion. <laughs> All right, thank you, happen. Stan. Thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you, sir. Well, I agree it'll never happen. will never do that. <laughs> it, it's, it's a one-sided show, and, and we all know it. You know, for not, not allow, you know, McCarthy's picks to sit on the uh, committee says it all. Yeah. They all don't right. want to hear the questions that they will ask. Thank you so much, because Stan. Because it's going to put light on them. Well, they yeah, don't want to hear. I'm sure they don't want to hear Jim Jordan's question. The other congressman is Jim Banks <laughs> from Indiana. Right, and they're both uh, acerbic, appointed, ultra-partisans. So I don't blame her oh, for not. So, in other words, some of the Democrats aren't like that at all, huh? <laughs> and, well, actually, oh, they're the, such cheerful. The people. Democrats are all just normal. like Jerry Nadler. I mean, what a wonderful man. They're all just <laughs> normal Democrats. <laughs> you know, they're ultra-partisans. And and uh, maybe ultra left wing also, but they don't talk like Jim Jordan. He alone owns his verbiage. We'll be right back. Stand by, Tom. We'll take more comers. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We're talking about the debacle where Nancy Pelosi invited some Republicans onto her select committee, but then disinvited them when the questioning she can clearly see will get too tough, particularly as it points uh, points to her culpability, which should be about equal to the president's. One eight hundred. Seven nine five nine five six five. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. 1-800-795-9565. Speedy dialers as we get closer to the top of the hour. We are talking about Nancy Pelosi appointed a select committee, put Liz Cheney on it, and then asked for Republicans, but then rejected them. And then uh, Kevin McCarthy said, well, forget it, then. We're not sending any. If you can't send the ones we want, we're not sending any. And there is talk today that both sides will have their own select committees to look into the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. So and what will that prove? The Republicans will Select committee will exonerate the president. The Democratic Select Committee will excoriate him. So, what have we proved? Um, I don't know. We might find out how culpable Nancy Pelosi is, so we can put her in that whatever category is uh, appropriate for her. Mm-hmm. Okay. And everybody else. Well, I, I just want to make sure that there's systematic changes so that this doesn't happen again. You know, if if the FBI knows 76 hours ahead of time that uh, 62 Oath Keepers plan to attack the Capitol but do nothing about it, then we we have to make systematic how, changes. How did this attack occur? I mean, they weren't armed. They didn't carry in weapons. Uh, they plan to storm the Capitol with, with what? themselves. You know, Cheetos? They're going to throw Cheeto bags at the cops? They didn't carry weapons? I think they were planning to do what they turned out doing, which is to use absolutely positively anything they could do to overrun police and get in the Capitol doors. But don't you think that tends to show that it was not planned, that they just grabbed targets of opportunity? If it was planned, wouldn't they have come with more substantial equipment and gear to protect themselves? Okay. Just out of curiosity. So, okay. yeah, yeah, that's, that's the that's, way I would I, prepare I for an insurrection. I, I think it's a, an interesting funneled question because <laughs> if I tell you that somebody's uh, like this weekend, 76 hours from now, I'm going kayaking. Uh-huh. And then tomorrow I say 48 hours from now I'm going kayaking. And then on Friday I say, uh, or Saturday I say 24 hours from now I'm going kayaking. You say that's not a plan. Well, yeah, but that—that's a plan to go there. There's a plan to demonstrate, but and not a plan, a plan to, storm. to have an insurrection. Oh, well, I don't—I don't think they had an insurrection. They just wanted to get at Mike Pence. They didn't want to take over the whole U.S. So government. They, wanted, they decided on the. All right, the, the president was still trying to convince Mike Pence at the time he started his speech to do what he wanted done. And he didn't do it, so hardly they were hardly there to target Mike Pence. People are waiting. Tom, you are so right. You are. We are terrible people, and we should not be able to do this show anymore. So now we hand it over to you. You go ahead. Sorry. Well, I t- you know, we didn't appoint any members of Al Qaeda for the 9/11 Commission. So why would we want to put Jim Jordan and this other clown on? <laughs> Because Al-Qaeda is not they Americans. Have, they have all made statements that would kept anybody off of any jury in the United States. And they've all made statements that would have thrown people off of any jury in the United States. And how about they the were, Democratic members who they were appointed? They were, and you guys have it all wrong. <laughs> she gave them five people, or they gave Nancy five people. She accepted three. She didn't turn them all down. She accepted three. 
And she didn't want she didn't want Jim Jordan in his banks. She accepted three of them. And Jim Jordan says, if I can't have all five, I'm not going to give you any. No, Jim Jordan didn't and say this that. This is a bunch of nonsense. And another thing. Kevin McCarthy said it, not Jim Jordan. Kevin McCarthy well, is the Repu- Kevin well, McCarthy reported the Republicans. Kevin McCarthy's not running the is not running the thing. No, but he's the Republican. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy is the is the uh, minority speaker. Right. And he said, and he's the one who picked the five Republicans. All five, then he's not going to take any of them. Right. He's the one who named them. You said that Jim Jordan did. Jim Jordan didn't name the appointees. He did. No, Kevin McCarthy did. That's right. That's what I'm saying. But you said earlier and you I'm misspoke. Say, and I'm Moving saying on. that. Kevin McCarthy said, if you're not going to take all five, if you're not going to take all five, I'm not going to give you any. Right. That's fair. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, so what's wrong with that? He has a right to pick his five. If Nancy Pelosi has a right to pick seven of her choice. Like I said, Joe, these guys all said things that would have kept them off any jury in the United States and would have thrown them off any jury. They all have those guys have their minds made up already. They've already voted against a 9-11-style commission. They've already voted against that, all these people. So, I, you know, if you think you're going to get a, a fair, if you think you're going to get a fair uh, shake with these two with these two guys, you're not. Huh. And even, even Liz Cheney doesn't even agree with it. What about the Democrats on that committee? Have they ever said anything against the president? Are they all supporters of President Trump or people who said, no, we believe the jury's still out? They all have made partisan statements they about it. They all said they don't like the president. No, they don't like the president. Who does? But they all <laughs> said that they wanted a commission. They wanted a commission to investigate it. And the Republicans said, well, we don't want no commission. We don't want to investigate it. But yet it. Jim Jordan, or they were appointed five members to take part in it. So well, they why said, didn't they take it the first time? Now, now, see, now, they, Nancy Pelosi told them that if you guys don't accept this 9-11 commission, we're going to do our own. She made it very clear to those people. They turned down the 9-11 style commission. They all voted against it. That was Jim Jordan and all these other people that want to get on here. And now they want to put people on there to disrupt things. And that's what they want to do. They want to put people on there that are going to disrupt things. That's exactly what they want to do. Well, you used a court. They you no used good, a... They would have been thrown <laughs> off of any, any, any jury would have, would have never accepted people like that. And they would have been thrown off after they heard what they said. But you have to so admit, you have ridiculous. to admit that there are jury questions that someone will say, despite your opinions, do you believe you can be fair and objective and render a fair and objective opinion? You know, and Joe, and Joe, that doesn't mean anything because after these, after so you think the people that were <laughs> selecting the jury would have heard what they said, they would have been thrown off before before they would have even been given the chance. Because from what the things that they said, they would have never even they would have never even considered them. All right, but now you. you're complaining about Jim Jordan and Jim Banks, but what about Liz Cheney? She's an outspoken critic of the former president and and really came down on him harder than almost anybody else, and yet you find her acceptable because you agree with what yeah. she feels. Yeah, because what she says about the president is true. All right, I mean, that, so now we're back to where we started from. 
we're back to where like we started you're blind from. And you can't hear, then, then, then you're just, you know. But Tom, we're back to where we started from. The people that you agree with or who agree no, with you, you no, want to you're point them. To twist this around. No, I'm, I'm not. not. I'm not trying, trying to twist, twist it. this around. I'm not buying what you're saying. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to twist it, but you're okay. Yes, you All right. Well, tell me, it. tell I'm me where I'm wrong. It. You can talk for. Tell you me. Can talk around in circles for five hours. I'm not going to talk around circles. I'm going to make a simple, direct statement. You're okay with people who agree with you on the commission, but you're not okay with people who disagree with you. I'm saying I don't care. Put them all on, and let's have a fair and, an open and hearing. Saying, let's have it out. Put people on there. You're saying pe- put people on there that want to disrupt things. That one day, that when they get on there, well, then they're going to be talking about Black Lives Matter, Black My, uh, Lives Matter uh, uh, disruptions and things like that that have nothing to do with anything because that's what they want to do. <laughs> all right, we you got know, you, that's Tom. What they want to do. Thank you so much for calling in, Tom. Right. I don't know that that's what they want to do, Tom, but I understand you feel that way. He held his own against withering opposition from Joe McGranahan. All right, you got three fields to read there. That's a total of five messages. All right, one of our listeners says, the big lie is that Biden won. (laughs) Okay. Um, Laughing out loud, you talk fair investigation with Democrats in control, you can't be serious. Pelosi turned down security help. Another one says, Tom, your TDS is running deep. There were, was no insurrection on January 6th. Sixth, rather. Refresh my memory, TDS. Trump derangement syndrome. Right, okay. <laughs> the other thing that needs exposed is the FBI's role in the riots. All right, and then one email. One email that says... Oh, the, here's a new one. Oh, okay. Tom, all Democrat senators should have been thrown off the impeachment trial as jurors for bias. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they are supposed to bring their bias to the table. I mean, table. our own beloved Senator Casey was vehement in the fact that he believed that President Trump should be convicted, and yet he served on that jury, <laughs> So the, <laughs> prejudging so you're, it. So you're saying objectivity is lacking Look, what I'm saying in Washington? Is, here, here's the thing. They appoint this committee, this select committee. This is a political process. What kind of a result are you going to get? A political result. You're not... <laughs> What's the definition of insanity? You do the same thing over and over again, expect a different result? It's called On the Mark. What's the definition of insanity? You have a talk show and you put Fox Funnels on and you try to be reasonable. One. I'm sorry. I slay me. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury, 9 a.m. 9 a.m. See? News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome aboard WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Thank you so much for joining us. We had a couple of calls in the first third of the program. Now we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. we got one email pending. Or you can text us at 70236 with the keyword OTM. We're talking about uh, Jim Jordan and Jim Baker being kicked off. This Jim Baker? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Jim Banks. Banks, yeah, thank you. Jim Baker is the preacher, right? Right, he was. Okay. I don't know whether he still is or not. I think he's still out there. But anyway, uh, yes, so Jim Banks being kicked off the select committee and Nancy Pelosi uh, rejecting them. And then uh, Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader in the House, saying, okay, fine, we won't send any Republicans if you don't like our most uh, partisan ones. Then You don't like our pit bulls? We won't send you our lap dogs. Yeah, there you go. Well said. Okay, we'll take that. And uh, so what's your view on that topic? Uh, one of our good listeners says it's further proof that the, re- the Democrats are trying to divide the nation. Uh, I think both sides are pretty doing a great job on their own, but uh, we'll take your opinion about that. one 800 795 We mentioned insurrection and the big lie, and that prompted an email, so we will uh, read that out loud shortly. one 800 795 Email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. And our program sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. A Northumberland man is facing 200 counts of child pornography. State and local police uh, say that 41-year-old Wayne Lewis of Northumberland is charged with uploading child abuse and child pornography material. He's facing 200 counts, $150,000 bail. His home was in the 500 block of Orange Street. Investigation continues after a theft in Perry Township, Snyder County. $31,000 cash, a small safe, documents, deeds, and a lockbox stolen from a church on A-Line Church home road. Lots of smoke and haze from massive file wildfires in the western U.S. have been seen over the central Susquehanna Valley day and night for the past week. And AccuWeather senior expert meteorologist Joe Lundberg. And the jet stream winds have carried that southeastward across the Great Lakes and into our area. And it's been particularly thick, particularly during the day on Tuesday, about as thick as I've seen it around here in many, many years. He says the smoke and haze will thin over the next few days, then return possibly next week. Latest COVID-19 numbers, again, up slightly is the uh, summary of this. 525 new cases statewide, including four new cases in our local area, three of those in Northumberland County. Uh, Geisinger Danville now has two new patients uh, with COVID-19 for a total of 11, and there was one new death in Northumberland County. Pennsylvania Capital Stars were reporting that state officials moved to decertify voting machines in south-central Pennsylvania's Fulton County after local officials did allow a third party to scrutinize key components of its system. The Department of State said in a statement Wednesday, Fulton County officials disclosed that they had allowed Wake Technology Systems in Westchester to review its system earlier this year at the behest of state senators Doug Mastriano and Judy Ward. Uh, They are the uh, firmest believers of the big lie and wish to decertify Pennsylvania's election because of what they say were fraudulent anomalies during the 2020 presidential election. They asked county officials to conduct an audit of the county's was, election. Was that an editorial that you just wove into that story? Mm-mm. Sounds like it was. Mm-mm. The big lie, proponents of the big lie, that's an editorial comment, my man. No, they are. That's <laughs> what they are. Sorry, it's a piece of factual information. No, you may it's or an may editorial. not believe the big it, lie, but they believe it. So that's a true statement. Anyway, 
Anyway, those two asked the county officials to conduct an audit of the county's election results. Quote, these actions were taken in a manner that was not transparent, said the state secretary, Veronica de Graffenried, in a July 21st letter to the county officials. It appears as though Fulton County will have to lease new machines for the fall election because of the taint uh, provided by this Republican scrutiny and probably reprogramming to change taint? the Taint? Now that's another editorial word. Well, that's a summary. That's that's what the State Department is saying is that this... Where are the words removes. like alleged and purported, you know, the wiggle words that this we is, always put in news stories? This is all factual information. <laughs> yes, Mastriano and Ward are the main perpetrators of the big lie in the state Senate. And that's written in the story. No, it's a factual piece of information. DeGraffenried said the machines are tainted because they've been opened. The seal is broken. <laughs> So don't open the machines. It reminds me of a funny joke. I'll tell you off, Mike. Um, let's see. Tioga and York counties have rejected the idea of Mastriano's request, according to Mastriano's letters to county officials. Well, it's de minimis. I don't know how much you know about Fulton County, but I lived next door to it when I lived in Chambersburg, and it's a very small county, one of the <laughs> smallest in the state in terms of population. It's very conservative. President Trump won that state by a margin of 7 to 1. That's how it was. So they're hardly going to prove any fraud against the president there, but they might prove whether or not the election machines were tainted. And all of a sudden, when somebody, in a, where it doesn't matter, it isn't going to make any bit of difference, you know, that they look into it, suddenly they're going to be decertified. Gee, that doesn't make me suspicious. Well, wouldn't it make you <laughs> suspicious that you had a perfectly normal election machine, which has been audited and checked and monitored, but a third party, if like if in Northumberland County, I hired an ultra-Democrat, ultra-partisan company that works mostly for Republicans to open up the election machine, but, but then close it back up and say, you know, don't worry about it. I didn't change the electronics. Where is your evidence that this company works strictly for Republicans? Uh, that's in the inquiry, the Philadelphia <laughs> inquiry. Of course. And, and they're so so fair down there. The Philadelphia Inquirer so you don't is just it, a paragon okay. of virtue. No, that, that's fine. If you don't believe that, I don't know that I guess if you don't believe the reports that are coming out, there's really no well, arguing. Well, let's face it. Some of the reports are tainted by the partisan editorializing, which you just did in the news story. You added your own words. This is a talk show. <laughs> I know, but the news isn't a talk show. The news is supposed to be completely fair, straight, and balanced. Well, it listen. isn't supposed to contain editorial comments, even on a talk show. Joe, if I used my smartphone to log on to your uh, laptop there and uh, downloaded some programs on it so that I could examine your personal files and your credit card numbers, and then... My computer is an open book. Would you like to borrow it for the weekend? You can examine it all you want. <laughs> okay, thank you. Would you? Okay, but would you not think that your, your laptop is tainted afterwards because I put well, my programs on it? I would I would be upset if you added things to my computer that I didn't know about, but that doesn't mean if you asked to borrow my computer that you would automatically do something wrong. If you said, I want to check your computer, let's say uh, somebody here, from the, one of the tech guys here said, I'd like to check your computer to make sure it's okay to say, put it on our system. I'd have no problem with that. Joe, do you have your wallet with you? Yes. Do you know how much money is in it? Approximately. How much cash? Yes, approximately. You don't know exactly though, right? Approximately. Do you know exactly or not? I know approximately. Yes no? no, I don't okay. know exactly, Please? but I know approximately. Okay, that's fine. 
please hand me the wallet? No. Yes, and I will give it back. I will not change it, add to it, subtract from it. I will not do anything. But that doesn't work because I can see you. <laughs> well, I'll keep it under the table, but I won't change anything, honestly. And it, and I guarantee you when you get it back, you will have approximately the same amount right. of money. But what's your incentive? You know, I don't believe you need my wallet or the money in my wallet. No, I'm just enough. saying, you, would, you wouldn't trust me any further than you would trust anybody. What if it's a Democratic or a Republican-leaning company or well, Democratic-leaning First of all, I company. think the whole thing's an exercise in futility. I don't believe that there was anything that wrong with the election process. But if somebody wants to check it out and it's all open and above board, why are we complaining? One of our listeners uh, quite aptly points out the big lie is that there was no fraud. But the Democrats fighting forensic audits is very telling. What are they afraid of? Mike, thank you for waiting. You're on the mark. Yeah, when uh, you talk about selecting people for this commission to look into what happened January 6th, the first thing that comes to my mind when Nancy Pelosi is running the show and controlling the narrative is the visualization of her ripping up the State of the Union speech of the President of the United States in a premeditated act. So to me, that kind of taints her to be doing anything that's supposed to be nonpartisan. So, you know, take her right off the table as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't that's think a she's, good point. I don't think she's trying to say that she's going to do a nonpartisan anything. And it, honestly, if you think that Democrats are responsible for the division in Washington, you're perfectly mistaken. You cannot see the Republican lies and the bipartisan or the, the ultra-partisan things they say, the Mitch McConnell things, the President Trump things that we endured for four years, the, the, of course, the massive amounts of lies. If you think all that is Democrat, I. You can't even discuss this. You have to stipulate that both sides are at this. Well, obviously you have to fight back. But let's, you're talking about lies. You know, Joe Biden came on the national TV and he insinuated that, you know, people that didn't get a vaccine are killing people, okay? Now, you know, you can make the argument, you can make the case, and that's fine. But when he ignores the fact that he refuses to control the southern border and we have the virus cases surging 900 percent along the border, that's telling you something. It didn't fall out of the sky. It came across the border, which he refuses to control. So if anybody should be accused of killing people, it's Joe Biden. Are you so saying there. that Joe Biden's a terrible president? Well, I'm not saying he's a terrible president. I'm just saying that people want the southern border controlled. If it's talked about in a normal fashion, if they talk about what it does to the economy, if it talks about what it does to our health care system, what illegal aliens do to our uh, budget, and the, and the stipulations when you bring people in, they have to be paid for. They have to, you know, right now there's a shortage of housing. Where are the people that, you know, they're coming in by the millions going to be housed? So, yeah, I just want an open and honest conversation. And if I could take one moment to defend myself about the gentleman that said I was all screwed up yesterday, you know, <laughs> I made, I wanted to uh, frame my argument as people today that are my age in the 60s that grew up where I grew up in the Williamsport area. They believed that we had clean air and clean water back in the 50s and 60s, but now it's all screwed up. 
And the caller himself was mixed up. He was talking about the, the North Branch when I'm talking about the West, West Branch. But even more importantly, he himself admitted, well, I admit that it's cleaner now. Well, that was the whole point of my conversation. People believed that things used to be clean, and now they're dirty because of Republicans. Just not true, and he admitted it himself. And that, to me, is really the modus operandi of uh, Democrats. They, they want to dance around issues. They want to frame narratives, but they refuse to logically look at reality. And then he went on. This is what he said. He said, well, it's cleaner around here because they got rid of the coal plants. Well, guess what? The reason they could get rid of the coal plants was because we have fracking and an abundant supply of natural gas, which I really don't want to see burnt to make electricity. I want to see it used for other things, but that's besides the point. It was the fracking that that guy is most likely opposed to that made it okay that we could have our power and shut down the plants. And then finally, he says the the, uh, Republicans, they were against the environment. They don't, you know, blah, blah, blah. But you know what? Hey, the last I checked... uh, What's his name? Richard Nixon, the second most hated Republican in this country, president. He's the guy that formed the EPA. Okay, the EPA that's responsible okay, so for so many him. of these Clean Air and Water Acts. You know, so you know what? I'm really tired of people attacking conservatives when they don't use logic and they don't lose use facts. They just use narratives. Let me let me give you an example of the thing you first started talking about that's pretty close to home. A few months ago, our beloved Governor Wolf was absolutely opposed to voter ID. Then the polls came out that showed that some 73% of Pennsylvanians support it, and his approval rating is at 39% approximately. That's a tainted poll. And suddenly, he's in favor of voter ID. Isn't that amazing? You know, I think the problem is too many of these politicians on both sides, Republican and Democrat, have their fingers in the air uh, trying to determine whether or not the breeze is blowing from the right or the left. He has always said that he favors some elements of the voter ID law that was passed in Pennsylvania and uh, abhorrently hated other parts that he vetoed. So he had to veto the whole whole thing. And yesterday he simply reiterated the parts of the Republican bill that were acceptable. Photo ID he'd had problems with a few months ago. Yes, he did. Always been okay with that as long as you take great pains to assist people to procure them. Let us go back and look at the record. Okay, Let's anyway. look at the record. Poor Mike has got to wait while you, you know and I argue. Why, what, what is the problem with having verification that you are who you are and you're eligible to vote? I mean, really, what is the problem in this day and age? None. None. Absolutely right. none. But why does one party stringently oppose it. Do you think that in any way are you a, a guilty of the accusations that you make about uh, Democrats? Only, of course. I am, not flaw- I am not flawless, obviously. I just think it's funny that you call in and you say what, uh, you know, partisan hacks the Democrats are lying and seeing they're only their own reality. And uh, I think you haven't gotten very close to the mirror lately because I think you're a Republican only doing the same things, only on the opposite side of the aisle. Well, listen, that to me is is politics. Now, George, what's his name? Wolf. I don't even know his first name. The governor, Wolf. Tom. You know, he, he's <laughs> Tom Wolf. He switched his policy or, he, well, he switched what he verbalized as his policy towards voter ID. Okay. He did that. And, and that is, that's common among politics, okay? You know, 
but did he did he change his core values? No, he he flopped with the winds, and you know people have to do that to get elected. That's one of the things that we have when we have elections. People do that, and and the truth of the matter is, I, I can say I can honestly say that I supported laws that really were not positive for the industry that I worked in. And if it wasn't positive for the industry that I worked in, guess what? It's not positive to me. So, yeah, okay, maybe, I'll, uh, uh, you know, I, I may be a little bit partisan sometime, but when it comes down to the things to me that really matters, I don't change based on parties, okay, or my affiliation. Maybe we should change the governor's name to Wendy Flopper. Because <laughs> I, it is, no, it, it, it is. It, but like I, let's go back to the southern border where the, the COVID cases are skyrocketing. Joe Biden said people that won't get vaccines are killing people. That was he, what he said. He accused, and it was mainly pointed at. I think know, he was talking about Facebook. Yeah, he was. It? He was talking about Facebook killing people with misinformation. Right. Well, he was misinformation, but he was also saying that when people don't get the vaccine, you know, that was, quote, his result, you know, the result of what some people believe is misinformation, it, it, people don't want to get the vaccine. But the reality is most people, that, and I know a lot of people, they, they made a choice. They said, I'm a young, healthy person. I don't need the vaccine. The people that got it, they're like me. They're older. They have underlying conditions. And they said, hey, you know what? I don't really want to do what's, you know, essentially an experimental vaccine. I don't want to take that. It hasn't been tested that long. We don't really know what the story is. But you know what? The risk is too great not to take it. People made logical decisions based on their personal uh, circumstances. Fair enough. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, I agree with you. There is nothing wrong with but, it. However, but why can't why can't Biden take accountability that people are coming in to this country without being vaccinated? They have the, the, the virus in many cases, and he is not doing anything to stop it. And in fact, he's encouraging it, maybe not by his direct words, but his actions are encouraging it. And the Democrats and maybe even the Republicans, I don't know. Who really wants people to come swarming across the border? But it's happening, and it's not being stopped. And if you take a poll, just like that one about the voter ID, I think you'll find that the majority of the people say, "Hey, what is a country without having controlled borders?" And I've said it before: if we had a land bridge for white Europeans to walk across the country that were conservative, <laughs> there's no damn well that in. Democrats would be embracing that. All right, Mike, one of our listeners says, Mike, you are 100% right. President Biden is not securing the border and is contributing to the increase in COVID-19 cases. Stop the invasion, exclamation point. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for calling in. Yeah, thanks, Mike. Take care now. You too. Take care. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, clear that screen before we uh, get Chris on upper right-hand corner. Doug says, the big lie, the insurrection, these are the left talking points that they use over and over again. The actual big lie is that January 6th was an insurrection. If people wanted to overthrow the government, do you really think they would try it using no weapons? It was really uh, a rally that got out of hand and led to by a few bad actors. It only lasted a few hours as opposed to Black Lives Matter protests and others that go on for days and months. They also say it was a deadly insurrection. The only person that died by a weapon was one of the demonstrators, and you can't get any information on that. It shouldn't have happened, it got out of hand, and those who caused damage should be dealt with, but it is being blown way out of proportion and lied about every day by the left and the media. That's signed by Doug. Both sides are really lying about it, but Doug is 100% right throughout most of that, minus a few lines that I would dispute, but yeah, he's <laughs> remarkably perceptive. Thank you, sir. And then one comes uh, directed at me. Joe, given your knowledge of history and the media, I'm amazed at your fair and balanced rant. Today's news operations are part of larger corporate conglomerates that exist to do one thing, make money for the corporation. Newspapers in the colonies in early America were highly partisan. Fair and balanced was an early 20th century phenomenon in blowback to yellow journalism. We've now come full circle. Stop pining for Cronkite. No, I believe as President Lincoln said, we need to depend on the better angels of our nature. And now today, with so much information being so widely disseminated from so many platforms, I believe the real media has an absolute obligation to be fair and balanced and right down the middle so that people can draw their own conclusions based on facts, not innuendo, editorial comments, and the blurring of the lines between news and commentary. Well, that certainly negates what the emailer said. Chris, you're on the mark. Yeah, I, I guess Jim Jordan's one of the better angels, eh? Yeah, <laughs> he, he is. No, he's a better devil. <laughs> he's a bad devil. He's the where, beast where himself. Where have you been the last four years, Joe? <laughs> right here. <laughs> he comes from the 666 Congressional District. <laughs> he, he the, what, the Antichrist? He the way and uh, just... He spent most of his speech time uh, regaling Democrats about how bad they were being, <laughs> not getting to any any particular factual points. But he also was a member of the December 21st uh, meeting with Trump in which they planned what to do on January 6th. Okay, and, and you was, and you know that, that how the, how do you know that how do you know that reason he was uh, rejected. How do you know that? Where's well, that reporting? She said right. That's what she said, and that she would never lie. Well, Chris is just <laughs> telling you the re- Chris is just telling you the reason. <laughs> it's just a reason, reason though. 
that's the point. So you're telling me that Jim Jordan is a partisan, and how many of the Democrats no, appointed no, are partisan? I mean, people are partisan. Right. He's a firebrand who tries to disrupt. You don't want a disruptor on the on a serious committee trying to fact-find, do you? Well, you could make the argument that they've already appointed a disruptor by appointing a, a, a what do you call it, a radical Republican, if you will, who refuses radical to go Republican. by the <laughs> who refuses to accept the party line. <laughs> oh, somebody who doesn't agree with the party line is now radical, eh? Well, did she appoint any Democrats who supported President Trump? Uh. Supporting President Trump. You know what you're going to say. Uh, I know what you're going to say. There aren't in a meeting. You're going to say there aren't any, and you're absolutely correct. Wait, 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 That's what to, you were going to say. Tell me what I'm going to say. Then. You were okay, going to say. You your conversation with yourself. You were going to say there aren't any, and you would have been right. <laughs> you're nice to let me get a sentence in before okay, you go ahead. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> well, and. And that that kind of that's kind of a, a serious. Uh, his manner and style isn't particularly good for a commission that's serious. And he was part of the possible conspiracy to make what happened on January sixth happen. That's pretty much real good grounds for for getting him off of there. And how about Liz Cheney? How about Liz Cheney? Well, you f I'm sure you find, you like Tom, find no fault I in her. I think that was, uh, well, it was a brilliant move by uh, Pelosi to do that because that made it bipartisan from the beginning. Not really. She's very partisan against President Trump, very partisan. Yes, but she's very interested in getting to the truth of the matter of what happens. But don't you think she's starting with a preconceived idea of his guilt or innocence? Uh, she's starting with a, uh, a firm idea of Jim Jordan's guilt or innocence. No, no, I'm talking about <laughs> President Trump's guilt or innocence. Well, how did you vote on the last impeachment? Well, you tell me. She I, didn't I vote. Though, she didn't support the Republicans. She voted to convict. Right. Well, she didn't actually have a vote. The senators had a vote. Right. She's a congressperson, <laughs> but she That's voted uh, voted for the articles of impeachment. So she's made it. She's got her firm opinion. All I'm saying is, if no one down there is so above reproach that they can't, no, they can be counted are, on. Uh, some people you don't want on a really serious fact-finding commission that's really interested in getting to the truth. Well, here's my point. I don't want any of them. I don't think any of them are really serious about finding the truth. They all want. Oh, the, I think they are. They want to advance their political are, agenda. I think Republicans are capable of, of it, and she accepted people on the committee that uh, voted to uh, overturn the Arizona election. I think one of them, other than the two that Banks yes, and Jordan. And the other two, the other one has started already making uh, attacks on the committee itself that was on the commission itself. Well, that was I, a reason for getting rid of him. I still don't think that anybody's going to render a truly impartial, fair verdict in a highly politicized well, atmosphere, highly charged political sort of, atmosphere. Is it, is, it, is it totally impossible for the Republicans to find any substitutes for Jim Jordan? 
Well, they don't need to. They, they had the right to appoint. I mean, that's been proven. And she had the right to refuse. Not really. It's unprecedented. Yes, it, is. it was. It was in it. That was part of the rules. Whose rules? Theirs. The Democrats' rules. The rules under which they set up the committee. Yes. They could have said that she didn't have the right to reject, that there could have been an absolute. The Republicans pick five, the Democrats pick seven. Right there, you've got an imbalance. Right, and then she she supported one, and she picked one Republican, making the balance less. <laughs> right, one Republican. Uh, some would argue right. that well, she's a rhino. How many Democrats are the Republicans going to appoint on theirs? Well, they only got five choices. The Democrats got seven. Right. And that's the and reason she... And they had she... a chance to have it equal, and they refused it. Are we making progress here? No, we're not, because equality and Liz Cheney are not going together in this instance. She's already demonstrated, and I'm not saying that she's wrong. I'm just saying she's already demonstrated. Upper right-hand corner. uh, All right, Chris, there will be no truth found by the January 6th committee if they don't look at the failure of increasing security. They're going to have people testify under subpoena, and they are going to... how, how how the police acted and all that is all part of their their investigation. And in conclusion, Chris, what else? Real quick here, we got to take a break. Well, uh, well, look at look at what they they are they're willing to investigate. The the problem with the Republicans is they want to re- investigate uh, uh, Black Matter, Black Lives Matter uh, demonstrations. As part of the January 6th thing, there is no connection there. All right, there's we got no you. connection there. Thank you so much, sir. So you say, but people believe there is a definite no, connection. Anyway, oh, moving oh, on. No, 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 anyway, no. Moving on. People do not believe that, Joe. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Stand down, Joe. Stand down. All right. Thanks a lot, Chris. All right. We got open phones. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five on the topic of Chris's remarks. One of our listeners says, Adam Schiff is on the January sixth committee. He's been lying about Russian collusion for four years and has produced no proof of those claims. All right, we'll take a quickie break. Actually, he claimed to have incontrovertible evidence. (laughs) Guess that fell apart. All right, he did what he could. 1-800-795-9565. We'd love to hear from you today. We're talking about the partisan hacks on both sides of the issues in Washington, D.C. And as near as I can tell, it's a draw. A A republic will crumble because of this divide will fall right down into the abyss, and that'll be the end of us. Happens all the time. All right, 1-800-795-9565. We will be right back. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, texts, uh, I don't think we have any 100% brand new ones. Well, let's not read them over again. January 6th. Did you? Uh, oh, yeah, we, yeah we, read that. That. we looked at that. We looked at that. Okay, so start right, here. The, the Dems are... I'll wait till the music fades. <laughs> There we go. Go ahead. The Dems are trying to sneak amnesty into an infrastructure bill that will only increase illegal crossings at the border. Okay, and then down to here. And then uh, if both sides are inspecting the machines at the same time, that would prevent any hinky actions from either side. Well, I I think if you wanted to have a bipartisan commission, you could have one. Pennsylvania's election. You could have one to look at that at the results. (laughs) Yeah, the Democrats are going to join right on there. Well, why not? (laughs) If they want the Republicans to join in their January sixth commission, why not have them join there? Show good bipartisan faith. Because it's a big lie. Why waste the time? But that's what you're all saying. I could say to you that. 
Oh, uh, here we go. This ought to be the, good. The birth of the United States is a big lie. You know, we didn't. Re- we're not really we a country. We didn't really start a republic. It's a lie. But that's my opinion. You know, the big lie is the Earth is round. We know it's flat. Al, help me out here, will you, please? I need a solid conservative to call in. Al, you got him. <laughs> I was I was closing up the office here so I could hear you better. Okay. Uh. Anyways, why don't they get the 30 uh, FBI guys that were infiltrated the uh, so-called insurrection that day and subpoena them and find out what was going on? Well, I know. I I suspect that they will. If they're they're fair or attempting to be fair, I think they would want to hear from the FBI about what what they think happened and why it happened. Maybe everything will be on the table. They might not make it in. Huh? You, the FBI is not supposed to be political, so they might not let them in this political insurrection of a of, of a commission. Well, I think that's the theory that they're they're that way, but I don't think that's the way it's actually worked in practice. I think well, they now, all the notes that you know from the past that we saw from the given the lovebirds and the way they they came down on President Trump, and you know I don't think the FBI has demonstrated that it's exactly nonpartisan. Well, then the Capitol Police. But Everybody should be looked at. Everybody. Right. Top to bottom. Well, I think, it, I think it was planned. It was orchestrated. It was. And you don't need to find out because, you know, every time you there is something good trying to be found out, like this problem that we had with Black Lives Matter, nobody's interested. They're all politicians. They're just worried about getting reelected again. And not really worried about the people because they would close the border if they were, because we're on we're on target. The border people said that we're going to have 2.3 million ones that we know about come across the border this year, and how many get away, and then they don't have corona shots. So you're saying we should uh, seal the border and only let people in the country who can come in here legally. Gee, that would sound like a plan. About a million or so a year, and uh, and maybe make a million new citizens a year, kind of get some balance there. Hmm. How many people do we let in? I think it probably is. It is around a million. About a million. Mm-hmm. It's a million. Okay. Keep That's how many come here legally. Didn't let anybody I like Mike's observation that if there were somehow a strange new land bridge to Europe that would bring people into Alaska and that we had any assurance they would vote Republican when they got there, that border would We'd be closed. We'd close that down in a hurry. Sure. We'd, you know it. Well, the Canadian border to people from Canada, I mean, you can't get, into, you can't get in if you're from this hemisphere, but, I mean... Unless they're from the southern part of the hemisphere, northern part of our hemisphere, they let you in. They won't let you in. Yeah, didn't they just reopen the border? Or are they going to do that? They're going to start allowing unvaccinated uh, Americans into Europe. I assume Canada will do the same. Okay. Yeah, but we didn't let anybody in here yet. Well, we don't. We don't need to let them in. They're just walking across the border down south. They had pictures pictures the other day of people just roaming straight through. But, you know, a picture that disturbed me, because I think it points out to the lack of enforcement of the law by the Democrats, the fact that they're now saying that, oh, no, we didn't support defunding the police. My gosh, you you could find hundreds of videos of Democratic congressmen and senators arguing to defund the police. You know, and now I wrote a little note here, and I think. 
we're at the point where we're getting close to the last straw with all this lying, all the immorality, and the attacks on all the white people and our history. How much can you put on a, a society that had parents that fought for this country, grandparents that fought for this country, uh, people that fought in the Revolutionary War? Our last name is down there on monuments. Um, how much, you know, people that are not, there's 70% of the people that don't have a clue and um, what it means to be an American. There's about 70% of the people in this country that don't have a clue. Yeah, well, I look at California. I saw something that really disturbed me today. It was a video of two, and they were black men, leaving a, um, I want to say Kohl's, but I'm pretty sure it was a Kohl's store in California. Store, yeah. yeah, and they had backpacks on that they had stuffed with clothing they stole, and they just and the walked out the door. It was. It was an enormous backpack, and they can <laughs> get by with it in Flo in California because unless you steal $10,000 worth of stuff, it's a misdemeanor. And they didn't run yeah, out the door. They just walked out the door. And all black steel, is that the conclusion? No, I'm just saying in this instance it was two black men who did this. And the good people of this country are getting to their last straw. And I, I don't know what they'll do, but it won't be a, a January 6th-style thing. Um, it might be a little bit more serious. So uh, when you're talking about another civil war or race war? Just the total collapse of the republic. That's what he's talking about. Whatever they want, they're going to get it. <laughs> Take your pick. And well, I don't think anybody, uh, nobody in their right mind wants anything like that. No, no. Who wants uh, who wants something like that? No, but, you well, know, there are parts of this we have to accept, Al. There are parts of this we have to accept. I mean, I may not like the direction the country is going, but I don't believe President Biden is trying to tear the country down. I believe he has different ideas than mine. And in the marketplace of ideas, if his proved to be correct and mine are wrong, I've got to accept that. He at least deserves the chance to implement what he believes is his vision for the country because whether we like it or not, let's say he lost the let's say he lost the Electoral College. He's still got five million more votes than President Trump. And that gives him the right to try and implement his plan, whether I like it or not. Well that was another one of the straws. The election. Right. Bank on that, Joe. That camel's carrying those straws around. My hope is we have free and fair elections with everybody that's supposed to vote from this country, 70% of them that don't have a clue why and this is the greatest country in the world, get a little history lesson, figure out what how great it was, and look into their ancestry. What did their ancestors do for this country? And then turn around and do a little something good for yourself, educate yourself on how to vote, and look for freedom and liberty, and, and try and just be a little bit moral when you right. vote. But well, everybody uh, sees things a little bit differently, Al, and, and we, can't, we can't hold everybody to <laughs> yeah, the same standard. We can't do that, Al. It'll, it'll never work. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling Thanks, in. Al.
welcome Appreciate back, that. Huh? Have a good, have a super duper day doing this and that. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number on the topic of black men robbing a store. Uh, CBS reports that race and politics are topics usually avoided. Uh, it may be a good thing considering black and white relations have hit a new low. A new poll finds nearly sixty percent of Americans say race relations are somewhat or very bad. Gallup says we're at our lowest point of feeling positive in more than 20 years. He says it all began with the death of George Floyd. Race relations did not improve during the year of BLM demonstrations. I, I think I said that about a couple of weeks ago. And I saw absolutely no improvement after the uh, And that's because President Biden isn't trying to bring us together. He's actually trying to untie <laughs> okay. the country. Okay, well, that's... That's one of our earlier callers I said. think that could be provable. All right, another listener on the topic of Pennsylvania doing an audit of the election last year says, if Democrats are we, worried about the... We read that. Oh, no, I'm sorry, we didn't. I'm sorry. I apologize. That if we read Democrats are worried about the voting machines being tainted... They can hire their own experts to help look at the machines. Yeah, they should do. That is an excellent idea. Republicans should look at them this year so that, uh, that all the election machines get thrown out in all 67 counties. And then next year, the Democrats should do it so that all machines get thrown out in all 67 counties. And then the following year, they can just do that. So each year, every county will have to buy all new election machines each year. So this whole thing is being promoted by the companies that make election exactly. machines. Exactly. And guess right. what? They're all Republicans. All right. one eight hundred. Uh, wait a second. I think you could argue they're all Democrats. <laughs> they are all capitalists. Uh, all right. Now another one says, one. Joe Biden doesn't know what he's doing to the country, but his puppet masters sure do, and they're okay with its destruction. And this is new, too. All right. Well, hold let's on, get back on, so we can see on. it. There we go. All right. Trump Jeez. said, come to Washington. It's going to be wild. Guilty as charged. Signed, Bob. <laughs> All right. 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarket.com and text us at 70236. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. So you're saying randomly pushing the buttons on the computer doesn't, doesn't work. No, doesn't it help seldom, the show. seldom produces a good result. Hmm. All right. Uh, Stan sends us a fabulous text. I actually like this one. It says, no mark. The machine should be looked at by both sides together now. That would be okay. And both Republicans and Democrats have $100 million set aside in their slush funds. They should use that money to replace the machines statewide that, you know, once their seal is broken and tainted by these companies, if they have to be replaced, I don't know why they should have to be replaced, but if they are, um, then use their slush funds to help the counties Here's replace the thing. them. Let's go back to paper ballots. 
and everybody has to put their – there's an ink pad an there, and they have to put their thumbprint on okay. the ballot. And uh, have an election day instead of this whole election season. Right. One election day. Okay. The good old days. Hey, I want to tell you about the F-150. Everybody can vote as long as they have something that says where they live. I want to tell you about the F-150 that I have on order. It is a 2021 F-150 4x4 super cab with 145-inch wheelbase, two, which is important if you have a garage. You don't want one that's 170 inches. The one I was going to order was 170 inches. It would stick uh, three feet out the garage. Anyway... Uh, 2.7 V8 EcoBoost motor with a start-stop technology has an electric 10-speed automatic transmission with a tow motor. It has its antimatter blue with the dark gray leather seats. And boy, I'll tell you what, it is just a gorgeous truck. Daytime running lamps. It's got the 360-degree cameras that give you the overhead view of your whole vehicle all the time you're moving around. So you can, there'd be absolutely, and plus it won't let you hit things. You know, like I have trouble backing into things sometimes once every 10 years or so. And guess what? It won't let you do that. It says, nope, you're going to hit a sign. I'm not going to let you do that. And it stops the truck. So th that's just some of the accoutrements of this great truck. $51,000 is the sticker. And, of course, with your trade-in, you'll be down in the 20-something range. And it'll be a fabulous value for your household. Do as I've done. Order up one of these. I also ordered one in Rapid Red. Of course, I also ordered a beige one. But uh, in any event, uh, well, don't do what I've done. Just order one. Put some money down and now tell do them. Do what you And actually buy it, you know, actually actually make the deal. Okay. <laughs> you talked me into it. All right. We I got uh, a minute for Lance and a minute for Chris. Go ahead, Lance. You're on the mark. Okay. It was one or two reasons why our Speaker of the House did not respond to the uh, pre-riot intel. And one was, of course, that she wanted to cause a riot that they could use later on to make political hay out of. Is there any and way the we could... the other one was she really didn't expect any trouble from that end of the peanut gallery because our end doesn't burn things and wreck stuff. We show up in suits and ties and succinctly put down where we stand and have the votes to back it up. It was a little bit unusual for Republicans. There's no argument there. But I, I think Republicans are capable of, uh, of, you know, super loud demonstration when necessary. But in any event, yeah, I think you are 150% right. There, and I'm sure somewhere, somehow, some email, some conversation, she said that, verbalized it. You know, you and I can think that she probably had that motive. But... Um, and it's certainly consistent with her activities and, and remarks, but we can't prove it. Lance, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, it, when did, like, pro-life, pro-gun people cause any kind of a riot? They never did. I was to gun uh, uh, protests all over the country back in the 90s, and they welcomed us into the state house to talk with a representative. Well, you could argue, th Lance, that uh, January 6th was exactly what you just said never happened. Okay. Yeah. Gotta go. <laughs> All right, uh, Chris, you can have 10 seconds while the sounders are <laughs> on. The going. Republicans don't want an investigation of any of this stuff. It's pretty obvious. Oh, well said. And Super in good. 10 seconds. Thank you, Chris. Wow. I'm shocked. Yes. And a pause. Thank you so much. And that is 100% true. We'll take up this topic tomorrow during Open Phones with uh, Mr. Ben Reichley. At I'll the leave you in Ben's capable hands. I'm and sure he will set you straight. Weekend. This is WKOK Sunbury.